episode here podcast. You're listening to Shoot Brothers. You're listening to episode 247 here on the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast online. Hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. Also, Mike the Shoot Shepherd. He's right over there. And bang. We're going to shouty, baby. We're going to shouty. <laughs> Mike, it is, uh, it's, 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 it's always a magical time. It happens here in the fall and then in the uh, kind of like later part of the winter the um, to fill the gaps there, Mike. We're going back yeah, to Saudi. <laughs> yeah, it's that time of year. I mean, uh, I mean, at least it's, it's it's come so far from what it was a few years ago when the crowd didn't care, they didn't put on matches that mattered. But now it's like a, it's one of the bigger pay per views. And I don't, I I think Roman Reigns is part of that very 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 reason. <laughs> exactly. I you think know, he's going to Saudi. If he's going to Saudi, it's going to be a big fucking deal. And we've been seeing it all throughout this run. Whether it was Brock Lesnar, whether it was that four and a half star masterpiece by Logan Paul, you know the guy with an energy drink, <laughs> and uh, La Knight's yeah. La Knight is his opponent uh, this coming week. And uh, we cannot be more excited. We cannot be more excited. So let's get into the podcast the way uh, we always do. It's by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week champion now oh, brushing himself up to two-time Tweet of the Week champion. Officially in, a, in the two-timers club. We're like SNL. We're keeping track. Uh, the two-timers club. Uh, to none other than Finn Balor. The Finn Balor, a, a member of the Judgment Day. I, I, I'm not going to certainly not going to say the leader of the Judgment Day, but you know he is your no. raw disputed tag team or undisputed tag team championship. Who um, tweeted out to his followers a uh, a ring cam footage um, from Halloween night at the Balor household. He was home for 24 hours between a Germany tour and the Crown Jewel, and we had some interesting trick or treaters when a little boy in full demon makeup and mask like puff up <laughs> make him look like he has muscles type of shirt rolls up yeah. to Finn Balor's house for some candy Mike what are, now is this a is this a what are the odds is there do you think this kid is a neighbor and he like you know Finn Balor lives there um I mean it's possible yeah it, any, but, anything's I mean, possible anything's they're both po- yeah they're both possible but what's what's the most likely I don't know yeah, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> like yeah, you, th- yeah, you think funny. like if because I feel like a wrestler, like somebody like Finn Balor. I mean, all, all so many professional wrestlers are you unless you know that who they are, you don't know who they are. Uh, yeah, well, I guess like anybody, looks... like like any person, if you don't know who they are, you don't know who they are. So Finn Balor could walk around yeah. his his little subdivision, walking his dog. No one would be the wiser until that one little kid says, "Holy shit, it's Finn Balor!" Yeah. I'm sure on uh, yeah the celebrity poll he probably doesn't get he gets recognized but doesn't get like hounded and followed. No, you know. One thing uh, I would love I do like that idea though of if if somebody on like a on a let's say on a Finn Balor level of fame or you know what have you if he is your neighbor and then you go as them like you like doing it on purpose. <laughs> I think is also yeah. uh, is also really funny. 
or if it's like if you're uh, if if you have a neighbor who's an actor, and then every year you go as like one of their roles <laughs> or, <laughs> or something, you show it up. Yeah, just just kind of mess with them every time. Uh, but some great stuff from Finn Balor, who um, he was wearing a T-shirt. Of course, we're seeing more of those wacky tattoos that he keeps popping off. Also, which are which is spooky in and of itself. Um, so, so. <laughs> Finn Balor, you are the Tweeted League champion. Congratulations, two timers club. Oh, nice. uh, joining the ranks one for of Finn, one for the demon. Yeah, joining the ranks of Mike Bennett and Vince Russo. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. Didn't expect Mike Bennett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Uh, so let's get on into the podcast here. Uh, like we said, we are going to Saudi. We have some action to get to. Uh, so let's open up with some SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. Opening up uh, the show, um, Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman emerging to the normal normal chorus of applause uh, coming down the ramp. That is <laughs> until, Mike, the LA Knight interruption. Oh, yeah. I don't think... Blows right past them. B- blows right past Roman. One, I don't think anyone's done this to Roman <laughs> in this whole time. <laughs> the disrespect. Of course, yeah. the WWE just posted uh, uh, the seven and a half minute WrestleMania entrance. No one was interrupting that thing. So let me tell you that. And Mike, if you go back and listen to this clip, I got to find one and send it to you. It's It like lines up perfectly the way that when Roman does his thing and... Ah, and then it has its own beat right when the LA night like it's almost like the it, it's choreographed in a way um <laughs> to one of the biggest pops uh, fuck this is even this was even this felt even big for an LA night pop yeah it was a hot crowd hot crowd uh, tonight where do we think we were is this night country <laughs> or a not country <laughs> uh either way yeah LA night roman reigns they're out here to do the contract signing uh, we got Nick all this hosting things. Knight just says, we know how this works. Let's get it done. Signs the contract. Roman leans back. Uh, he's like, yeah, this is your first time. Huh? You got no idea what you're doing, but I'll go gentle on you. And he signs, gets up to leave. But Knight says right now he's the one sitting at the head of the table. So Roman should acknowledge him. And, uh, if you underestimate me because it's my first time, well, I only need one time. No one's going to stop the megastar, L.A. Knight. And then Roman just flips the table, beats him up, pulls out another table. But Knight fights back. Jimmy Uso jumps in. Uh, so Knight puts Jimmy through the table. And Roman gets him. The way Roman flipped this table, it kind of went like up and over the ropes. I don't know if you saw it. I swear to God, it looked like the thing just kind of catapulted into the crowd. And then you couldn't see it after. <laughs> <laughs> I was for a it second. It, it looked like yeah. one of those Vila. Oh, <laughs> where the hell did this thing go? <laughs> yeah. What a fa- what a fantastic contract signing. What a fantastic contract signing. <laughs> what, yeah. he, what he said, what he right gave is uh, from where I'm sitting, I'm at the head of the table. And I, <laughs> I got a big crowd reaction. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, not afraid of Roman. No. Nope. to see it. No. Nope. Uh, first match, we got Santos Escobar, Carlito taking on Street Profits, who finally got the new entrance, new theme song, new graphics, got rid of the red cup thing. So that's a start, right? Yes, that's a, <laughs> that's a start. One <laughs> step at a time. That's how we know it's gradual. <clears throat> 
Yeah. So, uh, anyways, LWOs, they're in control. When up on the screen, we see Logan Paul attacking Rey Mysterio backstage. So, Carlito runs off to go help. So, Santos is all on his own. Street Profits hit him with their new finisher. Uh, the Revelation, they call it. Like a spinebuster neckbreaker combo. And Street Profits get a much-needed win here. Yeah, much-needed, like you said, yeah. over... Uh... Yeah, these two guys. We've, yeah, this this rebranding, you know, we're, we're we're behind the idea now. Let's 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 push it. Yeah, well, I think it was maybe maybe it was just even like the the, the week past where the result was the other way. I think LWO took out the Street Profits, or maybe for the past couple of weeks, and we've been saying like, no, other way, other <laughs> way, other way. Yeah. So. so that's what I'm hoping. This you know new song, they're winning. Hopefully, this is what we need. Yeah. Uh, we got Shotzi taking on Chelsea Green. Uh, Shotzi goes for a superplex, but Chelsea blocks, drops Shotzi face first to the mat, then hits a big missile drop kick. Chelsea looking pretty good in this one, uh, but she gets a little too cocky, goes for a lazy cover on Shotzi. Shotzi counters into a pin, gets a three count. So a nice little win for Shotzi. Yeah, great one for Shotzi as she uh, comes back to the division. A little out of the limelight lately after she shaved her hair, but maybe yeah. she's back. But yeah, she's got her. She's she came out in the tank again, so it's nice to see. The it's tank. good to have a tank. <laughs> uh, John Cena coming out for a promo, <clears throat> uh, talking about his upcoming match. She's gonna face Solo Sokoa, at Crown Jewel, and for the first time in twenty years, he feels like he's in jeopardy of losing the fans' respect. But the, the crowd chants, you still got it. And he says, yeah, but what if I don't? You know, the only thing I can do is win at Crown Jewel. Paul Heyman interrupts. Thanks, Cena, for 21 years of selling out crowds and calls him the greatest talker in the business. Which, coming from Heyman, that's pretty high. Uh, that's a big deal. Uh, yeah, but he warns him that Solo can hit you with that Samoan spike in the throat and take away that ability to talk. You know, uh, the one match that you must win, you can't win. That's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. And then Solo attacks Cena from behind, hits him with the Samoan spike. Uh, we got a little uh, emotional Cena, too. We got a little, I think I may have sparked he's, a, little, he's been... a little tear, a little uh, a little welled up eye. Yeah, he's teasing this retirement thing. I mean, it's only, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, you know, to to say though, you know, if if I feel like whenever he stops, when the actors go back to work, I think that's when he's done. What better way to go For out? Good? What better way to go out than to have like a run, like an actual run, yeah. not a couple TV appearances, and then a match at a pay per view or you know something over a long period. You know, he a weekly consistent like he's been like he was doing for years, and then. That's the way yeah. to go. Well, if, he's been doing that pretty much the last month or two. Well, that's what exactly what I'm saying. Cena, I know you're listening. Yeah. I know you listen. Big fan. So this is, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, he's thinking the same thing. You mm -hmm. know, maybe WrestleMania 40, the nice big round number. That could be a good one to yeah. end it on. I mean, you know, I guess that that's a little far away as, as you know, as it comes to the strike necessarily, right? Yeah. Um, But hey, who knows? Anyways, <clears throat> next match, Dragon Lee taking on Cedric Alexander. 
Uh, so I was saying last week, it looks like Dragon Lee's officially called up at this point, and I went over to WWE.com, and he is now listed on the SmackDown page wow. and not the NXT one. Congratulations, so. Dragon. Yeah, well-deserved. He's already, you know, he's been in this business a while, very talented. Former IWGP Junior champ, as we've said before. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so yeah, just a good entertaining cruiserweight match. Uh, Cedric, he can hang with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cedric gets hung upside down on the ropes. Dragon Lee does the big double foot stomp to his chest, crushes him down, and then hits a Liger bomb. Uh, and then eventually Dragon Lee hits a Salido del Sol type of move to get the pinfall and the win. And the win, which is what most important thing that uh, that we've been saying. The wins just haven't been happening. <clears throat> no, but uh, you know he's been getting booked pretty consistently, so I think. And I think, I think and and like you know and and like you pointed to you know uh, the move over. I think the move over on the roster page is also very important. Yeah, yeah. The official, you you've been switched, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Bianca Belair coming out for a promo. Gets a nice ovation from the crowd. She's excited to be back here on SmackDown. Uh, while she was away, all she could think about was damage control, putting her on the shelf for two months. And <clears throat> so she wants vengeance. She talked to Nick Aldis and at Crown Jewel. She's going to get her WWE Women's Title rematch against Io Sky. And before that, uh, next week on SmackDown, she'll take on Bailey because her vengeance is not complete until she's taken them all out and reclaimed her title. And well, well remember the for, for for the, for the crowd uh, because because we're heading overseas, you know, for the crowd who uh, attended this, they they would be seeing that match later this this very evening. Yeah, double smackdown due taping. to the pre-tape <clears throat> nature of it. So uh, you know that'd be sweet to be sitting there and then suddenly hear that you're getting a, a Bianca Belair Bailey match out of nothing. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah imagine that. <laughs> Just imagine well, that. Let's go to the main event. Main event of this episode, we got L.A. Knight taking on Jimmy Uso. So, as you said earlier, this crowd felt extra hot. Uh, I mean, they already love Knight, but yeah. Just doing all the chants, doing all the yas. Uh, Jimmy hits the big hip attack. Goes for a scoop slam, but L.A. Knight counters with a scorpion death drop. A bit later, Jimmy hits the Uso splash, but Knight kicks out. Jimmy goes for another Uso splash, but Knight runs in, does the vertical leap onto the top rope to hit a superplex. Follows that up with the BFT, and that gives LA Knight the WIN. Because the man cannot stop winning, Mike. When when do you think LA Knight's last singles loss was? Uh, was it the SmackDown that we went to? I'll give you a hint. It was the SmackDown that we went to. <laughs> Ever since then, he's just been on an absolute heater. Uh, he took a couple of losses on a live show. Uh, or, sorry, it was a triple threat on a live show. Um, mm -hmm. But all of his main roster, all of his live shows, not a it's a clean-looking uh, clean uh, scorecard, I'll tell you that much. I dig it. Yeah. He's earned it. He's he, earned this one. Oh, he's on. Fuck yeah, he has. Fuck. I mean, all the way to the main event of pay-per-views. He's main eventing. He's main eventing Saturday for sure. Yeah. 
So, yeah, LA Knight celebrates the win. Roman runs up, tries to do a sneak attack, but Knight counters, hits him with the BFT. So the crowd just pops again. Everyone chants LA Knight as he stands tall over the tribal chief to end the show. Wow. Big ending there. Imagine. Just imagine if he wins. Just imagine. <laughs> It'd be crazy. I know. We've said that before. We've said that about everyone, actually, now that I mention it, now that I think yeah. about it. Well, yeah, what a great episode. What a great episode of SmackDown, Mike. Like you said, the crowd was hot, and uh, the next ep- uh, tomorrow's SmackDown will be a pre-tape, of course. So it let's be the same. Should be the same hotness. Right? Hopefully the same hotness. Yeah, I mean, it's just a four-hour wrestling. I mean, you're getting a four-hour wrestling yeah. show. Who the fuck can say no? Yeah. It's probably, since it's taped, they could probably do like an hour and a half and then just tape the backstage stuff later or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways. Uh, let's move on (laughs) ourselves to the very next day over on AW Collision. (sighs) Live from Uncasville, Connecticut. Yeah, that's right. That's what they kept (laughs) saying. Uncasville. One well. thing, I the AEW, the AEW commentary team definitely says where they are more than the WWE commentary team does. Yeah, I think WWE just does it once at the beginning. Like of the show, once at the yeah. top of the show, and then later if it's then like it comes up. <laughs> yeah, if it comes up because like, yeah, like Chad Gable's from here in Indiana. Yeah, or there's a Philadelphia street fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but not tonight. We're live in Uncasville, where we kick off the show with the um, Jay White taking on AR Fox. Bullet Club Gold making their full four man entrance, uh, quickly um, climbing up the ranks for. Uh, uh, for best entrance the consistency yeah. on a week-to-week basis it looks pretty damn cool it makes me want to see them uh more and in prominently featured spots <laughs> yeah it's fun they got the cardboard cut out of jay and yeah it's all, mm-hmm. it's all good fun yeah uh and so was this match you know ar fox he's always doing cool stuff he, like, runs and jumps, kicks off the ring post into a shooting star press onto the floor. So, just looking cool. He's flipping. He's flying. But, uh, yeah, the rest of the Bullet Club at ringside. So, he's got to take them out. Basically, four against one. Uh, so, yeah. Fox goes for a 450 splash. But then White counters with the big dragon suplex. Follows up with the Blade Runner. And that gives Jay White the win. Jay White on the roll. Of course, he's taken on uh, Maxwell at uh, Full Gear next, the, not this weekend, the two two weekends? Two weekends. Okay. Oh, uh, shit. I thought. Uh, 18th. Oh, that is. 18th. Yeah, that's that's further away than I thought. Yeah. Huh. Well, at least they're building to it. Yep. Sooner than they do for some. Yeah. Well, I bet, I bet this week, you know, well, I think the match has been booked for a long time. They've been doing a bunch of backstage stuff. I feel like this week will be the. The in-ring face-to-face kind of stuff. Or the next two weeks is that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyways. Uh, Bullet Club stay out because the guns are taking on the boys. Which are Dalton Castle's little two servant. Family. Yeah, his uh, with the big wings and the big, uh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, f- f- like uh, what do they look like? What's the, what's the material I'm thinking of? Ah, it, it, it escaped uh, me. Yeah. Uh. Funny, but funny body suits. <laughs> yeah, funny body suits. <laughs> but uh, the guns aren't laughing. Just a quick squash. Three ten to Yuma gets the win. 
So back to back wins for Bullet Club Gold to open the show. And and they are the team who's trying to claim collision for their own. Yeah. And a potential uh, you know, late runner for faction of the year. I mean, that there's four is. of them. Five if you count the the cardboard cutout. <laughs> yeah. So uh we'll see. Mm-hmm. But Let's go to the AEW women's title on the line. Hikaru Shida defending against Abaddon, who we haven't seen in forever. Haven't seen in forever, but I, I, t- I took a peek at her record down there. Her AEW singles record is like 43-2. and two. It's something ridiculous that they popped up. <laughs> yeah, I think on Dark, she was just like winning every week, killing people, scaring them. <laughs> yeah, kill, uh, win, beating them by scaring them. <laughs> But yeah, it's mean, certainly one of the most unique characters in all of AEW here. Mm-hmm. You know, Halloween. This was Halloween weekend, so uh, her time, time to shine, baby. Yeah, and they stuck with the gimmick. This is a fright night fight, so just a bunch of Halloween decorations and shit all over the ring. <laughs> uh, we get it. We've seen it before. Yeah, Sheeta picks up a tombstone. Abaddon picks up a bone, and they're just swinging them at each other and. We got pumpkins. Uh, Sheeta grabs a broom at one point and jumps off the top and, tra- rope. and tries to make it look like she's riding it. <laughs> riding it like a but, witch. Like whatever. <laughs> it was. It was, it was fun. fun. It yeah, was Abaddon fun. rolled out of the way. So, uh, <laughs> and then Abaddon dumps out a bucket of candy like their thumbtacks and uh, slams Sheeta onto the candy. Then uh, we get the candy corn katana. Uh, Sheeta grabs a pumpkin, puts it on Abaddon's head. Hits a katana on her and gets the win. So Sheeta retains. But fun little match. Good to see Abaddon uh, look competitive there. Went over 10 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, it, it occupied that sole women's uh, match on the evening. So, you know, it had some good work to do. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the very end, Tony Storm came running out. Laid on the table, posing, staring down Sheeta. We all know what uh, that's the match we're leading to. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's probably going to be it. Though I, I is there? I don't think there is. A, is there a women's match booked for Full Gear yet? How many matches um, are booked up for Full Gear? I don't even know. I don't know. If not yet, certainly Sheeta Tony is happening. Yeah, I'm teasing it. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. So, anyways, it is. It is booked for full gear, Sheeta Tony. Oh, okay, okay. Timeless Tony. Yeah, so we'll see if that's her time. Okay. But next match, Samoa Joe takes on Rhett Titus for the Ring of Honor TV title. And, you know, when you don't recognize the guy's name, you know it's going to be a quick one. So, (laughs) Yeah. Coquina clutch, tap out. Joe wins in two minutes, retains that TV title. You gotta retain, yeah. So um, he's sitting on these. It's like what six hundred and fifty days or something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, is he the record holder? or Is he close to breaking? He's got to be close to breaking the record. I feel like I hear them talk about it every so often. Yeah, you know, it's just Ring of Honor. It doesn't mean much to us. We've we've got enough titles here in eight. We have enough titles. We're trying our hardest, folks. Come on. Yeah, 
If it was a 600-day TNT title reign, that'd be something to brag about. Now that's something to talk Nobody about. Nobody makes it to fucking 20. 60 days. <laughs> well, I think uh, uh, Darby's is one, Darby's is like 180 or something, and I think his is the most. He's the record. I think so. Yeah. Everyone else, although the the average was brought down by all those quick changes, so the average. Is yeah, like the 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 like the Hobbs <laughs> to Wardlow, Darby yeah. Hobbs, Mojo. It, it, it went to Sammy to Cody to Sammy to Cody to Scorpio to Sammy to. <laughs> oh, Scorpio Sammy. Sky! I forgot about that guy. Yeah, he took a peek in there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he took a peek. Right, it was like Lakers got, colored. Yeah, his custom version. Yes, I remember now. Okay. Uh, backstage, we got Claudio breaks us the bad news. Brian Danielson has a broken orbital bone. So orbital uh, bone is the uh, around your eye, as I understand. Yeah, okay. face eye sockets, which we have seen people wrestle with the facial masks on before. Them, but, yeah, of uh, course. LeBron, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, used yeah. to play with a mask. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes and with a torn pec. Back in WWE. Undertaker. Yep. Um, so anyways, yeah, either way, he's out. Kayfabe-wise, Claudio's blaming Okada. Uh, but someone posted that there was actually happened the week before against Andrade. There was like a weird spot. Oh, really? I don't know. Doesn't really matter. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm Doesn't not. Really I, I don't care who heard him. Uh, but it's funny <laughs> yeah, that you know, you, funny you, want. you go the whole week, and then it's like maybe I should get this checked out. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. You're. I like. I it like that Danielson like, was thinking like, ah, this hurts, but I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. And then he probably got popped again. And exactly. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Either way, yeah, surgery is needed. He'll be out. They said only until the end of this year. What kind of surgery do you do for a fucking broken <laughs> face bone? I don't know. Maybe oh. they just like set it and for and like, for, and forget it. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, uh, yeah, some bad luck for Brian these last yeah, year. Yeah, bad luck, bad games. luck, Brian. <laughs> Yeah, especially says he's winding down his career down. We're going to lose a couple months for this. Yeah, we keep losing time. It's too bad. Yeah. Anyways, next match, we got Ricky Stocks taking on Dax Harwood. And right before the match, the lights shut out. House of Black appear uh, just to watch from the crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. just sit off to the side. Um like they had seats or like you know how you're not allowed to stand in the aisle like a security guard sh totally should come up to him and said sir sirs yeah. you're not allowed to stand here yeah can't be blocking the you can't exits. be blocking the exit sir yeah. but yeah good match here well wrestled uh dax hits a big pile driver uh makes the cover but then big bill yanks him out to the floor breaks up the pin ref didn't see it uh, and then back in the ring, Ricky hits a big pile driver of his own and gets the three count. So big win here for Ricky and a pretty good match. Well, yeah, Ricky Starks is the uh, be, being the tag champ. You got to have some respect as a competitor in all in all facets. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Ricky celebrates the win. The lights shut out again. Julia Hart appears on the ramp, which first time we've seen her since Wrestle Dream mm -hmm. almost a month ago. 
She's got her Undertaker looking outfit on, and she even did his hand raise. Like the, like, that's hardly a taunt. That's hardly a taunt. Yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> uh, she did look like, I know she always kind of looks like him, but she had like the extra, the coat. Yeah, she. it felt like she like put it on a little bit more. Yeah, but anyways, the rest of the House of Black, they get in the ring. They surround FTR, but then Roosh comes out with his... Uh, what are they like? La faction. It, uh, I can never. I, I can remember. never pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, those guys are back though, and uh, yeah, they back up FTR. We get a big brawl. Yeah, someone has to. Ba- someone has to back them up. Yeah, and that took us away. But nice to see FTR still hovering around the titles. Yeah, still. Yeah, they'll always be in there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, which is nice to see. You know, they're not uh they're not going yeah. anywhere. Uh Willow Nightingale talks to Sky Blue wants to address the tension between them since since being sprayed with the black mist, but Sky just says that's between me and Julia and walks off. So just walks the fuck off. Yeah. Okay. Then we got Claudio Castagnoli taking on Tracy Williams. Which another one, you know, not not a much of a name there. Claudio just kills him, bunch of uppercuts, and then sends a message to Okada by hitting a rainmaker twice in a row, and then finishes with the big European uppercut. So dominant win for Claudio. <clears throat> that would be a strong man. That's a match for strong men. I'll tell you that much. Claudio and <laughs> Okada. Yeah, I'd love to see that. <laughs> uh, maybe. That would go. Yeah, that would that, that would go hard. Full gear. Yeah, hopefully, no one gets injured. Well, I, I don't know. Okada ever these <laughs> these men wrestle all the time. No one's getting injured. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, but either way, mm-hmm. I want to see it. Yes. Uh, backstage, Samoa Joe gives MJF a little pep talk. Just says, you know, I'll be watching. Scream my name if you need some help out there tonight. And uh, yeah, Joe's. Still trying to get on Max's good side because he wants that another world title shot. Everyone wants a piece. Everyone wants a piece of Max right now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of that world title, let's get into the huge main event match. MJF. A, a dream match, some would say. This, I would say, is a dream match. Wow. So. MJF defending that AEW world title against Kenny Omega. MJF must win in order to break Omega's record for longest reigning world champion here in AEW. So, I mean, this huge, I mean, this is on television. You could argue this is one of the biggest matches in AEW's history. This is a match that they could have built at for three months. Yeah. And and then then eventually pay it off. Yeah. Oh, this could be, this could be any pay-per-views main events. And uh, it was this episode of Collision. What lucky fans yeah. from Uncasville? Uncasville? Uncasburg? Yeah. Unky Homer? Unky, Unky Homer. Uh, oh, homie. Oh, homie. Uh, <laughs> but, anyways, they treated it with the respect it deserves. They went over 30 minutes here. Just banger. Uh, two of the best in the world. The crowd's super hot. They're doing the holy shit chant before they even start. Yeah, both men. The crowd loves them both. Um, 
We got everything here. Chain wrestling, submissions, stiff strikes. MJF, of course, doing his scumbag. Offers a handshake. Uh, then pokes Kenny in the eye. But we all love him for it. <clears throat> uh, and then Kenny does his big Terminator tope to the floor. But then MJF, with some rare high-flying, does the Fosbury flop. He does the, the he goes for a flop. <laughs> yeah, over the ropes to the wow. floor. Wow. Well-deserved. Holy shit. <laughs> um, and then Maxwell follows up a big power bomb onto his knee, the backbreaker there, and uh, Kenny hits a big moonsault to the floor, and then MJF signals for the kangaroo kick, and he hits it. The crowd pops big. Uh, they go to the apron. Kenny with a vicious snapdragon suplex, slamming Max's head. Uh, and then an even crazier spot. We got a table set up on the floor. Kenny picks up MJF for a high-angle gut-wrench powerbomb off the apron through the table. Just a crazy bump there. Uh, and it was an awkward landing, on, and it played right into the commercial break, too. It was a very awkward landing that they both milked. Yeah, like he landed high up. It wasn't flat on his back. It was pretty high up. It was, the, felt like it was pretty, and yeah, and the way that Kenny's kind of knee also came down, it was like, oh, what the... Yeah. What the hell is that? Yeah. So yeah, right when they went to commercial, but picture in picture showed they just stayed down the whole time, selling the damage there. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, picture in uh, picture. But they're alive. They get back in the ring. Kenny hits two V triggers in a row. Goes for one winged angel, but MJF counters with a big reverse Rana, spiking Kenny down. But then Kenny bounces back up, hits his own reverse Rana. So they're both down. The crowd's on their feet, applauding both men chanting fight forever uh kenny power bombs max onto the barricade hits another v trigger right to the back of mjf's head and then a snapdragon suplex and then another v trigger just a huge combo these had here. some of the biggest v triggers i think he's ever <laughs> delivered were in this match yeah just, just fucking massive damage. knee slappers yeah but somehow mjf kicks out so kenny pulls out two more v triggers Picks up MJF for the one-winged angel when Don Callis comes running out. He's got the screwdriver in his hand. Kenny sees him, puts down Max. Max rolls up Kenny from behind, but he kicks out and hits another stiff V-trigger. He was laying these in, but can't keep MJF down. And That's when Don Callis jumps on the apron. Ref tells him to leave. But then, uh, yeah, commotion allows MJF to hit the heat seeker. Spiking Kenny down, but he kicks out. So crazy kickouts. MJF goes for Panama Sunrise. Kenny counters into a pin, but MJF just barely kicks out at 2.99. And the crowd is just going crazy. MJF goes for the Panama Sunrise again, and this time he hits it. His best friend's move quickly follows up with another heat seeker. Spikes Kenny on his head, makes the cover, and gets the three count. So MJF retains a title in an amazing match. This was absolutely incredible. All the way through, up and down. Uh, the crowd was on every single fucking inch of exactly what was happening. This was awesome. Yes. <clears throat> amazing match. I mean, as as pretty much every MJF world title match has been. Yeah. 
Um, oh well, we're, you know yeah. we we've never we've never commented on the lack of the man's consistency. No, and now that he's a baby face, he's wrestling all the time. It's the best. We love you, baby yeah. faces. <laughs> is this uh, could this be the best match in Collision history? This is tough. I I this, this for me this is a I call this a five star match. Um, what? But was it better than that FTR Bullet Club? That's that's the hard <laughs> that's part. That's what I was thinking. You know, um, it's between those two. Because really. I couldn't. You you can't picture two more different matches. One like yeah. a sixty minute two out of three falls tag match, or this singles like you know it could not they could not be more different. Um, that by definitely the best singles <laughs> match in Collision. <laughs> in the 20 episodes by the way this was collision number 20 huh. what do you think uh do you think on raw 20 there was a group of guys they going like this is the best match in the history of raw right <laughs> <laughs> no no but uh yeah what a match afterwards the screen cuts we see Samoa Joe watching and then we see Wardlow and then we see powerhouse Hobbs so He's Everybody wants a piece. Everybody wants a piece of this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but back at the ring, MJF offers Kenny a handshake. He accepts. They hug. The crowd gives them a well-deserved standing ovation. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, what a match. What a moment. MJF will now officially be the longest reigning AEW world champion. This is it, eh? I mean... Yeah, I, I'm not sure if he's passed it yet, but we uh, it was like six days away or something. I can't. Remember. Yeah, yeah, you know, 346 days or some shit like that. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> Congratulations, to MJF. Uh, you know, on on surpassing that record, certainly well deserved. Indeed. That's for sure. <clears throat> so let's move on ourselves through the weekend there. We have to get to our action on Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. Let's get raw. Which is our, it's technically our go-home show. This is our go-home show for the big pay-per-view this weekend. Opening up uh, to Rhea, Dom. McDonough, I guess the, the Judgment Day plus one, the Judgment Day and friends. Yeah, he's still not officially. Yeah, and he still and he and he doesn't even look. He doesn't look like he's trying to be in it. Also, he has a very different look. Yeah, remember, remember how how hard Sammy was trying to fit into the bloodline. Yeah, like hey, and it worked. So hey, McDonough, yeah. you know, like just be like, <laughs> step it up, step it up. Anyways. Rhea's talking about Judgment Day, continuing to run Raw. Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, one of them have to make a decision who wants to side with Judgment Day and walk out of Crown Jewel as the world champ. Uh, and then Rhea talks about her own title match, being outnumbered in that fatal, fatal five-way, but Mommy always comes out on top. That's when Sami Zayn interrupts. He gets a big pop. and They chant his name, and uh, this crowd was real hot as well, just like SmackDown. Uh, yeah. Anyways, Sammy, he's sick of hearing Rhea talk. And his entire life, he's fought against people like them, think they can do whatever they want. But uh, yeah, Rhea says, it doesn't matter. We, we don't need numbers against you. You can fight Damian Priest tonight. Uh, yeah. 
They all surround Sammy. Ricochet runs out to help him out. And, uh, yeah, Dominic, Ricochet, they fight. Come back. Go to break. Come back. And then just jump right into Dominic versus Ricochet. Right into the match. The classic. We've done this before. We've done this before. Many times. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah, that match was, uh, you know, it's Dominic's always getting huge heat. Crowd just booing everything he does. And Ricochet doing his high flying stuff so crowd was hot they were having a great time uh ricochet goes up to the top rope Rhea jumps on the apron to distract him and then mcdonough charges at ricochet so he jumps over uh but then dominic runs up rolls up ricochet puts his feet on the ropes for the illegal leverage but the ref doesn't see it counts the three so dirty dom steals the win dirty dom getting that win over mr rick more screen time for Ricochet lately, though. I think just all in all. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain about that. Nope. Uh, then we got Alpha Academy taking on the Creed Brothers. Oh. Which is a nice surprise here. The the, uh, the not quite not quite a call up. Uh yeah, remains to be seen uh, officially, but this is their main roster debut, and uh, mm. Ivy Nile got to tag along as well. So oh, you love to see it. On. Yeah, good for her. And I mean, the Creeds, their style meshes perfectly with Gable. Yeah, here. these uh, two groups working together. <laughs> we need to yeah, just let's just combine into a super group here. Yeah, but, now this uh, could be a faction, just a fucking good old fashioned yeah. wrestling faction. <laughs> And that's what we got. It's just the good amateur wrestling moves. Creed showing off their big strength. Uh, Julius holds Gable in a vertical suplex, then passes him off to Brutus, who continues the suplex. And one arm, he's flexing, slams him down. So they're looking great. Uh, and then they show their athleticism. Julius does a standing shooting star press. Brutus does a standing moonsault. Otis hits the world's strongest slam on Brutus, makes the cover, but then Julius comes flying off the top rope with the 450 splash. So they're just pulling out everything. Uh, Gable wants to get in. He does the top rope moonsault, beautiful moonsault onto everyone. So the crowd's loving it. We're getting everything here. Uh, Ivy Nile jumps up on the apron, so Maxine Dupree yanks her down. They yell at each other. Akira Tozawa comes out to break them up but ivy hits him with a german suplex on the floor and amidst all this commotion otis is left alone in the ring julius shows crazy strength when he picks up otis on his shoulders and then brutus jumps off the top rope to hit the brutus ball and the crowd loved that uh, and that gets the win big win for the creeds yeah i can't believe it really is this a sign of uh, things to come? Are, are they moving up for good, do you think? I mean, I don't think you can win here on the main roster then go back down and start losing. Or yeah, I think a call-up could and should be imminent. They're yeah. clearly They're clearly the best, team. best team down uh, there. Yeah, too big for the britches. So let's, <laughs> let's bring them up here. Yeah, good point. Reinvigorate this division. Do it, Hunter. But, I mean, yeah. Either way, great debut. We all uh, we we know these guys for the future of the tag division. Yes, We've known it for hmm. a while. Yes. <clears throat> the Miz comes out for Miz TV, introduces his guest Gunther, but he does not appear. Uh, Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci come out. 
They just trade insults with the Miz and give Gunther his proper introduction. So Gunther comes out. He doesn't like Miz, doesn't respect him. When the bell rings, he can't hold up as a wrestler. That's why he's a talk show host. And Miz is like, oh, yeah, well, how come uh, I'm a WWE champion? I beat John Cena in the main event of WrestleMania. Gunther just says, you're a good sports entertainer, but uh, let's make a moment you won't forget. And then they start trashing the set. Miz starts swinging, but he's outnumbered. He gets beaten up easily. And uh, yeah, it looks like could be the next challenger for that Intercontinental title. And it makes sense. Like you are one of the, uh, you know, Miz is one of the greatest Intercontinental champions of all time. Yeah, absolutely. And so the fact that he's it, only it's taken him this long to get there, or to, yeah, to get to, I think he's still one reign away from tying Jericho's record for the most. The most all reigns. Yeah. Damn. You can I still think do Jericho it. Was nine. So, will, I don't think he'll be. The one yeah, to I was gonna say, will the Miz <laughs> be the one to dethrone him? <laughs> Either way, it gives you it gives you something extra to to fight for. Yeah. But uh, Imperium stay out in the ring because Kaiser and Vinci are going to take on DIY, making their long-awaited main roster debut as a team here. Uh, and looking good, you know. We got a good competitive match. Both teams doing well. Johnny spikes Vinci down with a big DDT. Uh, Vinci fights back, goes for a moonsault, but it gets avoided. Ciampa hits a big running knee strike. And then DIY hit their finisher, the meet in the middle, where it's kind of like a BTE trigger, like a super kick and a knee to the head. Yeah, but they meet in the middle, see? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That finishes the match. DIY pick up the win. Uh, Kaiser just looks at Vinci in disgust for getting pinned. Great win for their first, I guess, maybe, you know, official, officially reunited team. Yeah. Always good to start off on a winning note. Yeah. <clears throat> Next, we got Candice LeRae taking on Zia Lee, which it's uh, very few and far months. between, but nice to see her. Fucking yeah, months. Nice to see Zaya. Uh, I mean, she was called up like a year and a half ago, I think. We've only seen her a handful of times. Yeah. But yeah, Candice comes out swinging, but Zaya just hits her with a wicked roundhouse kick which knocks candace flat on her ass and the ref checks on her she tries to stand but falls back down the ref's seen enough calls for the bell zia lee wins due to referee stoppage but thankfully this was all a worked angle which i thought did a good job of making zia look pretty badass that one big kick yeah they look deadly ruthless yeah i guess legitimate injury i don't know uh to what or to where i don't think so i don't think it's an actual injury oh okay uh i think it was just good selling from candace and a good way to put over that roundhouse kick okay yeah well hopefully no injury well all the best yeah uh seth rollins comes out for promo just talks about drew and their upcoming world title match and you know, Drew complaining about how he had to win the title in front of an empty crowd in 2020. Meanwhile, the rest of the world was dealing with real issues, you know, not knowing if they would work again, how to get food, how to see their loved ones. But uh, Seth takes a line 
from Jungle Boy, says Crimea River. Get in line with guys like Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes, who also got screwed by the bloodline. But, uh, you know, if you can take this title from me, I'll be the first guy to shake your hand. But you're not, I'm not the same guy you beat back in 2020. Uh, that's when JD McDonough runs out, attacks Rollins from behind, which, much like earlier, just leads us right into a match. So, bam, it's easy. <laughs> JD versus Seth. Uh, JD hangs in there for a bit, but then Seth just chops the shit out of him. Uh, he keeps going for the pedigree. Takes him like three or four tries. Uh, so he goes for a frog splash instead, but then Damian Priest comes marching down with the money in the bank case, which distracts Seth long enough for JD uh, yeah, to get his knees up, block the frog splash. Uh, but then Seth, he just hits a big back suplex off the top rope and soon after hits the curb stomp. Gets the three count as he just stares at Priest. You're just staring down at him. Damien Priest, you need to figure out what the hell you're doing. Yeah, this was not the time or the place. Are you uh, <laughs> you coming for Roman? You coming for Seth? You're a yeah. tag champ. What are you doing? You got to figure your shit out. Yeah, that's what Rhea's been telling him, too. Exactly, and now I'm telling him. Yeah. <laughs> Next, we got Chelsea Green taking on Natalia in our trick or street fight here on Halloween Raw. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it's a street fight. Anything goes, but we got the Halloween paraphernalia all over. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they got their costumes. Natalia was sexy rabbit. Chelsea and Piper dressing as the Heart Foundation, which was... You know, good use, mocking yeah. Natalia's family there. Good look, good fake goatee. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Piper was doing the Jim Neidhart thing. Uh, so right off the bat, Chelsea smashes a pumpkin pie in Natalia's face. They're throwing candy. We got candy corn, kendo stick, trash cans, all that stuff. Uh, she puts Natty on a table. Chelsea jumps off a barricade, goes for a senton. Natalia moves, so Chelsea breaks through a table. Uh, then we dunk. She dunks her head in the apple bobbing barrel. And uh, at one point, Chelsea picks a pumpkin up off the table. Nikki Cross, her head is underneath, just staring blankly. Her, her, new, her new gimmick, just staring. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder uh, where, where this will go, but it doesn't matter. Chelsea's freaked out. She pulls out the little black sack, normally reserved for thumbtacks, but then pours out a pile of candy corn. Yeah, I should have seen it coming. (laughs) I think I'd rather get slammed on thumbtacks than have to eat candy corn. Oh, it's it's that gross. You know, I I can't say I remember what it tastes like. Uh, Well, hopefully you've never been exposed. I don't know. I've definitely, yeah. Hmm. Anyways, Natalia hits a big power bomb onto the candy corn pile, goes for the sharpshooter, but then Piper jumps up. So Natty runs at her. Piper grabs Natty. We get another pumpkin pie uh, to the face. But uh, yeah, Chelsea hits the unpretty air, gets the win. Uh, she should have. She is the. Uh, yeah. She is one half of the tag team champs. Yeah. Who's, uh, you know, starting to get rolling a little bit here they've been on all three shows all three mm, yeah good points 
I love it yeah. when. Oh God, we. I wish the record books could show us how many people uh, have done have ever done triple duty in a night. <laughs> yeah, somewhere out there, someone might have the data. But let's go main event: Damian Priest taking on Sami Zayn in a good, evenly fought match. Here, the crowd loves Sami. Priest choke slams him on the apron. Mid match, Finn Balor, Dominic come running out. Uh, but then Jey Uso runs out to back up his dog, Sammy. But uh, he goes too far, man. He jumps in the ring and just super kicks Priest, causing the DQ, costing Sammy the match. Boo. And Boo. Yeah, you blew it. You blew it. You blew it, kid. <laughs> and then Judgment Day just swarm the ring, anyways. They beat up Jay and Sammy. So Cody. Comes limping out. Thank God. Selling that uh, that leg injury from last from week. last week. It, devast- it was day. devastating. Yeah. So big brawl. Cody's ready to hit the crossroads, uh, but JD McDonough runs out. So Cody grabs him, hits the crossroads onto the announce table, but it does not break. He picks up McDonough, hits a second crossroads on the table, but it still doesn't break. I don't know if it was supposed to, but uh, he tried twice, but. Uh, yeah do they just not maybe it was just a bad table maybe this was like an actual table you know sometimes uh but then cody grabs a mic cuts a quick promo on priest just you know you're not a leader you walk behind everyone else in the judgment day and i'm back on the path and that path goes straight through you priest real good quick little promo here from cody to end the show yeah, quick little something because he's uh because he's taking on um, Damian Priest at at a uh, Crown Jewel, right? The crown. Yes. Uh, yes. So uh, that was Monday Night Raw. That was the entirety of Raw and the first half of the show. We should take a break. All right, we'll come. We'll take a break. We'll come back uh, with the second half of the havoc. Of course, we have all the action on Dynamite. You're gonna want to stick around. Because it's Halloween night here on the podcast, Mike. Uh, you, I, I saw you had a nice. You, you had a great pumpkin that you carved. You carve pump? Are you carving pumpkins every year? Um, no, and that was not carved by me, but it was just, <laughs> in, it was in front of my house though. So I'll take, of course, but so do you do the thing? Your nieces will come over early in the night so you can see their costumes and stuff. Uh, sometimes this year they just went trick or treating on their own and yeah. sent us pictures and stuff. Well, what were yeah. the, uh, what were your nieces? What were, what were the costumes of the year? Uh, this year they were both fairy princesses. Okay. Fair, just 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 like nondescript, yeah, like nondescript character, just a fairy yeah. princess. Yeah, oh, that's nice. Yeah, just a simple. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, seemed busier. I feel like the neighborhood's getting younger again. There's more kids this year than there was in previous years. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, the I, the the Super Mario movie had a big name. We saw a lot of Mario, Luigi's, and Peaches this year. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Still haven't seen it. It's it's so. it's up there on Prime now. I still haven't seen it. I haven't <laughs> yeah, had. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's the thing. I haven't had the, a night to have fun, and uh, yeah. maybe you know that <laughs> will be the show. That will be the movie I watch when I want to have fun. There you go. Yeah, but yeah, Halloween was the night. 
Tuesday night, NXT, Halloween Havoc, part two. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Got a tap out, a count out. One, two, three. How perfect that the dates lined up. Yeah, what are the odds? Yeah. I guess they'd be one and seven. So, so those, I guess those. I mean, leap years though could make it take. Oh. <laughs> so of course our hosts Shotzi and Scarlet they arrive in the Ghostbusters Ecto One vehicle, got their Ghostbuster costumes on, so they're on the scene. Uh, but let's start our first match: Angel Garza and Berto Carrillo taking on the Creed Brothers, pulling double duty back to back nights. Uh, this time we've got the tables, ladder, and scares match. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got all the ladders, chairs, or tables. Everything's lined out around the ring. Uh, we get, uh, yeah, early on, Julius picks up Garza, hits an attitude adjustment off the stairs, through a table on the floor. And then we get the four chairs set up with a ladder set across them. And then Creed gets thrown off the top rope onto the ladder. And he slammed his back hard. You could just see huge red-purple welts on his back. He took some damage here. Took some big old bumps. Yeah. Uh, then we get two more tables tables on the floor. Garza Carrillo hit this great double-team gory bomb blockbuster combo to Creed. So these guys are just going crazy here. Crowd's loving it. Mm -hmm. uh, we get the chairs. They're just swinging for the fences, smacking the shit out of each other. Uh, yeah, poor Julius, though. Another, he takes another bump, big power bomb onto the ladder in the corner, and this back is just purple, the whole thing. But, uh, yeah, eventually uh, Garza gets punched off the top rope through a table on the floor, so Umberto's all alone. Julius picks him up on his shoulders. Brutus jumps off the top, hits the Brutus ball through two tables. That, <laughs> that looked cool. That one looked cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, big win. Or, yeah. Yeah. The Creeds get the win. They busted their ass. This was very entertaining. For uh, taking it, we need it. We need a name for Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. Team, like, slashed. Uh, team Claw. Team, team Claw. Yeah. Team Scratch. Yeah. Let's brainstorm. Maybe something we'll come up bad. with something better. Yeah. Because their names have too many syllables to say all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, backstage, Shotzi and Scarlet playing around with a Ouija board when two other hands appear. It's Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. They just uh, relieve them of their duties, tell them they're needed in another realm. So we got new hosts. <laughs> new hosts, whatever that means. Tiffany Stratton taking on Fallon Henley. Tiffany attacks Fallon during her entrance, beats her up around the ring, does the figure four leg lock against the ring post. So officials run out, break it up. Fallon sells a leg, and we don't get the match. We don't even get it. Fuck. Not this week. No. <clears throat> uh, we had this Noam Dar and the metaphor. They did a whole Scooby-Doo thing, haunted house. Yeah, actually, I, I just oh. recently found out that it was like meta hyphen 
metaphor. It's like M E T A. I I I was like the metaphor. <laughs> that's a weird. It, I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was news to me. Yeah, I still don't care too much about them. And yeah, the whole thing was just silly. They're chasing. They're trying to get the Heritage Cup back from Tazawa. And uh, yeah, so we'll have a match for the cup next week. A match for, but it's not a Heritage Cup match. It's just a match for the Heritage Cup. <laughs> I think it's both. Oh, okay, cool. Let's do it. No, no, yeah. it, no. But with all those rules. Yeah, I think it's it'll still be that. Awesome. Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> Uh, but in the meantime, we got a North American title match. Dominic defending against Nathan Fraser. Sticking with the Halloween, Dominic comes out dressed as a prisoner. Rhea Ripley's the cop. She unlocks his handcuffs. And, uh, we just get a good little match. You know, the crowd was actually chanting Dirty Dom. So, you know, this guy, he's, he's getting over. He's getting over in a different he's way so now? good at being bad that you love him. Yeah. You love him for. Well, yeah. Uh, And, yeah, just a fast-paced match here. Uh, Dominic, eventually, uh, Fraser climbs to the top rope. Dominic shoves him off. He smacks his head hard off the announce table. And then Dom throws him back in the ring, hits the frog splash, gets the win, retains the belt. So, well done, Dominic. But as he celebrates, we get the return of Wes Lee come running out. Beats up Dom. Holds up the title. He wants it back. Is that who Dom beat initially for it? I think so. So this so this may have been the first time we've seen him since he lost that championship. Maybe. Yeah, because I think the week after he like said he quit, and then we didn't see him for the last oh, two months or whatever. Gosh, I forgot about that. I like that. <laughs> you get a couple months off here and there. <laughs> yeah, I think something they should do with i mean it seems like a little bit they're starting to like charlotte was off for a few months and then bianca and uh i mean roman's off all the time <laughs> hey, hey roman's putting in work don't no, no, no. <laughs> anyways backstage uh jc jane telling andre chase he's looking good with those new tag titles but he needs to thank her and return the favor tonight when her and Thea challenge for the women's tag titles, but uh, yeah, Andre disagrees. He doesn't want to cheat, but it, Thea's all hyped up. Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, in the background, Alba and Isla, now dressed as Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, call Thea Hale poor and naive for not realizing what happens to those who touch those tag titles, and then they cackle like witches. <laughs> <laughs> So they are acknowledging the the curse of these women. It's it's become part of. They the are cursed, thing. literally. Yeah, it's canon now. Yeah. The curse is canon. Storyline wise, yeah, the witches cursed it. Uh, and imagine nice that, match. and then for the and like in perpetuity, they can go like, well, don't you remember at the havoc when the witches cursed it? <laughs> and they can be like, God damn. Yeah. Exactly. It's the perfect, the perfect out. Yeah, it's the perfect any, out. Any, <laughs> Braun Breaker taking on Robert Stone here to defend the honor of his client and friend Von Wagner. He's got the crowd on his side. They were chanting Mr. Stone, but does not do much as Braun just tosses him all over the ring. Stone gets one little hope spot. He ducks a clothesline, rolls up Braun for a big two count, but that was about it for him. 
Braun hits the big spear, gets the pinfall, continues to beat up Stone after, lays him out on the bottom half of the stairs and is ready to crush him just like he did to Wagner, but then the man himself, Von Wagner, comes out, still all bandaged up, but he brawls, uh, chokeslams Braun onto the steps and then goes to crush him with the top half, but Braun rolls out of the way and security runs out. So. Mr. Stone. Mr. Stone. <laughs> yeah, never thought I'd hear that, but... Alas, we heard it. Alas. Uh, next match, we got Chelsea Green, Piper Niven, defending those women tag titles against Thea Hale, JC Jane. Uh, and yeah, JC tags in. The crowd's hot, chanting for her. She hits a big flipping senton in the corner for a near fall. And then a big spine buster, but pin gets broken up. Uh, but yeah, the crowd was loving this match. They were on their feet. Uh, near the end, JC goes to grab Andre's tag title to use as a weapon, but he takes it away. Says, you don't need to do that. You don't got to cheat. You got this. So She's pissed. She yells at Andre. Chelsea comes running in from behind, hits the unprettier, gets the win, retains the belts. Come on, Andre. You fucked your girls over there. Come on, Chase. You know, just because you're you're dripped in gold doesn't mean that others can't be also. Exactly. Share the wealth. Share the gold. (laughs) Next, we've got Kalani Jordan taking on Lola Vice in the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament final match. Winner gets a championship contract. So, a lot of high stakes here. Uh, Yeah, good match. Two of your top young prospects kind of in this new crop of talent. uh, Which is the new, new crop of talent. Yeah, post 2.0. Gosh. Era. (laughs) Uh, Do you remember 2.0? Gosh. (laughs) But, yeah, good match here. Kalani... Being the baby face, she hits a standing 450 leg drop, goes to the top rope, but then Electra Lopez jumps up, distracts her long enough uh, for Lola to get out of the way, and then Lola hits a big spinning heel kick and gets a three count. So huge win for Lola Vice, uh, winning the tournament and a future title shot. A future title shot? Yeah, it's not like next week or something. It's just anytime. No, I think she can kind of decide. Cool. Not quite money in the bank, but yeah, contract. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, good for her. She was very emotional celebrating the big win. So, yeah, nice to see. It'll be good to see. Okay. <clears throat> but let's go main event, big matchup. Ilya Dragunov versus Carmelo Hayes. Part three for the NXT title. Uh, and yeah, man, just... Hard to top. It, 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 it'd be hard to top their performance <laughs> from No Mercy. I have to say, you know, it's hard. Yep. But uh, still got a real good match. You know, super hard hitting, stiff chops and strikes all over the place. Elia, we know he loves to do that. Crowd loves it, chanting, "This is awesome!" Uh, crazy spot when Mello does like a springboard DDT to Dragonov on the apron, and Dragonov just spikes himself down, falls to the floor. Great sell job there. Uh, yeah, that got a well-deserved holy shit. Holy chance. shit. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, then Dragonov with a stiff chop to the back of Carmelo's head. That sounded vicious. Uh, and then Dragonov with a Death Valley driver onto the apron. Puts Carmelo on the announce table. Jumps off the barricade with a stiff H-bomb. Landing right on Carmelo. Breaking the table. And I think he really fucking got him. Melo's lip was like bleeding or something. But Yeah, I got him yeah, a little bit. Another holy shit champ from the crowd. They were going pretty hard here. Uh, yeah, back in the ring. More stiff forearms from Dragunov. Carmelo can't even stand. So Dragunov goes for the coast-to-coast drop kick. But Carmelo jumps up midair with a code breaker. But then Dragunov reverses that by throwing Melo up on his shoulders. So just a bunch of crazy reversals here. Uh, Carmelo goes for the code breaker. He hits the code breaker. But then Dragunov just bounces right off the ropes and hits an H-bomb on the way down. Lands on top of Carmelo, but he kicks out of the pin. So now the crowd is just on their feet, chanting, fight forever. Dragunov climbs the ropes for the super H-bomb, but Carmelo catches him midair with a code breaker. Uh, and then he goes for nothing but net. He's on the top rope, but then Trick Williams comes out, staring daggers at Carmelo. And Melo, looking pretty worried himself. Uh, this distraction allows Dragunov to climb up to the top rope, hit a superplex, and then follow up with a Torpedo Moscow. Gets the three count. Dragunov wins, retains the belt, and yeah, just another fantastic match in their trilogy. But uh, for for Trick Williams, I don't know what uh, the big deal is. He didn't do anything to, uh, or sorry, Carmelo Hayes didn't do anything to Trick Williams. Well, we don't know. We don't know who attacked Trick. The oh, okay. That backstage. I think that's the implication. Oh, that? Trick thinks it was Carmelo. Yeah. Oh, why would know, he do Mello, that? I don't know, but Melo looked, he looked not confused. He looked worried, like, oh, shit, I've been had. Who knows? No. No. I mean, either way, we got some intrigue there. We'll have to see where the storyline goes but uh yeah trick just gets in the wing gets in the ring yanks up carmelo and continues to stare him down and then we cut backstage baron corbin is beating up Dragonov right when he came through the curtain that's how we ended the show and that's how we end the show a great conclusion to the end of the havoc yeah i mean Dragonov once he's one of the best in the world right now every match he has is- yeah just awesome so don't forget we have deadline coming up where we have the uh extreme elimination eliminator match (laughs) iron survivor survivor challenge match eliminator Mm -hmm. don't forget that's coming up folks yeah we've got we've got three pay-per-views before then though yeah it'll be here before we know it Oh, I'm sure it will. Exactly. So let's uh, trot ourselves over to the um, to the very next night. Octi Doggy is uh, gone, and uh, Novemi Bemi. Who? Octi Doggy. October, the month of October, Mike. It oh, is gone okay. and out of our memory. I didn't know the slang. And we're up into November. Just the tip. Here Just, on yeah. AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's 
too sweet. Kicking off with a huge match here for that AW International Championship. Orange Cassidy defending against Claudio Castagnoli. This belt's been a little all over the place lately, but Orange Cassidy's continuing his just week in and week out grind of professional wrestling. An aggressive uh, confrontation right off the bat. Yeah, great, uh, great blend of two very different styles, but both excellent in their own right. And yeah, Claudio just doing the power moves, holding Cassidy up with ease, throwing him out of the barricade. Uh, one point, Cassidy goes for a tornado DDT, but Claudio counters it perfectly into a big swing. Super smooth reversal there. Uh, yeah, that Claudio that was just, huge. The, that was yeah, huge. Very cool. And, yeah, Claudio just trying to wear Cassidy down. Bunch of submissions. Gets him in a deep sleeper hold. And then he starts spinning him around in the sleeper. But Orange manages to escape. Hits an orange punch. And then the beach break. But Claudio rolls to the floor so he can't get pinned. Uh, back in the ring, Cassidy goes for another orange punch. But Claudio pops him up for a power bomb. But then Cassidy counters that midair into a Hurricane Rana. Into the pin. Gets the three count. Great finishing sequence there. If there were a uh, few great sequences in, in, in this match. Yeah, the chemistry here is awesome. The reversals into reversals. Uh, great stuff, as we've come to expect with Cassidy and the international title. And I can't say, have these two ever mingled that much before? Or was this just something out of nothing? Uh, I can't recall. But uh, either way... Cassidy retains. John Moxley comes out. So Orange goes right at him, but Moxley didn't just wrestle for 20 minutes. So he's fresh. He gets the better of Cassidy. And then a bit later, he challenges him to uh, a title match at Full Gear. Challenges. Yeah. Moxley coming back. We haven't seen him wrestle, right? Since uh, that big conky. Yeah. So by the time Full Gear rolls around, it'll have been like five six weeks or so so hopefully everything's good to go yeah me too yeah uh we go backstage mjf he's still trying to find three partners because he's got this eight-man tag against bullet club gold uh he facetimes his best friend adam cole to ask for advice and cole He's growing his beard out the short time he's been it's gone. This thing's looking wispy. It's looking good. I think the man <laughs> just hasn't shaved. I I would love to see Adam Cole when he returns with a full like <laughs> like Grizzly Adams beard. That would be funny to see. Yeah. But uh, on so, on his yeah, little body. So yeah, that was funny. Uh, Cole just tells Max, you know, maybe you should take some Ojo's offer and. Then Roddy Strong and the Kingdom roll up. They try to talk to Adam, but he just hangs up. And, uh, yeah, screen cuts, and we see the devil mask for a second, and then it cuts away. Who's the devil, Mike? Yeah. And then a bit later, MJF still looking for partners. He goes to knock on Kenny's Omega's door, but Jericho answers, slams it in his face. Uh, Wardlow comes up. He presses him. So all this stuff's going on. He's still... The acclaimed are there. They're like, "Come on, bro!" But he still doesn't want to be on their team. Yeah, everyone wants MJF, and MJF doesn't seem is going through a person going through like a crisis, right? Because his best friend is not here, right? The only person yeah. he really cares about. Yeah, and you know, he spent the last three and a half years being a dick to everyone. 
you know, and exactly. He's just <laughs> literally just making enemies up and down the roster. Yeah. So anyways, let's go to our next match. We got Hangman Page and the Young Bucks taking on the Mogul Embassy for the Ring of Honor six man tag titles, uh, which, you know, don't really care much about the titles. Or the Mogul Embassy, for that matter. Uh, yeah, um, no, certainly not. No, no, yeah. no. I mean, I when the when the AEW trios titles exist, these things basically are pointless. But yeah, because uh, well, they're the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Match was fine. Crowd still loves the Elite, and Hangman's ready to hit the Buckshot Lariat when Swerve pops up on the screen, or he comes out in person. He's got a microphone, uh, just starts talking shit. So Hangman tags out, chases Swerve into the back, but this leaves the Bucks all on their own, which uh, allows Mogul Embassy to take over. They hit a big toss-up powerbomb and then a big alley-oop slam, and that gives them the three count. So we got new Ring of Honor six-man tag champs. And new, just like that. But like you said, yeah, no, no real investment short of, uh, oh, it's the Bucks and Page, you know, or, or guys who yeah. you like, but... Yeah, didn't really and get behind it. It was also pretty short. Yeah, it was all kind of, yeah, Hangman fucked over his team. So Matt Jackson's pissed, grabs a chair, just starts smacking yeah, the ring. rages out. He starts raging out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wuss. So he's not happy. Uh, Tony Schiavone in the ring to interview Adam Copeland. Bebe. Uh, oh, nope, sorry. What? Oh. <laughs> Wrong guy. But uh, I'm trying. That's okay. Too many atoms on this show. Too many atoms. I've said, and too uh, many rhymes with page. <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, Copeland's here, talks about the respect he has for Sting and Darby when Christian and his buddies interrupt. Christian says, We're going to retire Sting. Talks about Copeland's bad neck. <laughs> says, If he decides his team with Sting and Darby at full gear, then he will break his neck. And then the three heels storm the ring. A brawl breaks out. They beat up Copeland, set him down for a concerto. But then Sting and Darby come out to make the save. Uh, Copeland is so pissed off at Christian, he does what he says he wouldn't do, and he hits him with a big spear. And then Copeland grabs a mic, just says, You want to snap my neck? I'm going to beat your ass. It's on, you little bitch. Sting and Darby, you got a partner. Are we going to get a uh, Copeland Cage at uh full gear? Uh well, six man tag. Oh, the six Oh, that they're booking the six man tag for full gear. Sorry, I thought that was uh yeah. going to be like just on like the live show. Okay, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah. So that'll be that and then I'm sure it'll all lead to Christian Copeland, maybe Revolution. Revolution in in, in February, I'm sure they can. Yeah. Uh, backstage, Tony Khan with Nigel McGuinness. Tony says he's got a big announcement, everyone. A big uh, announcement, everybody. <laughs> so All In is back at Wembley next year, which we already knew. Yeah. Uh, but tickets go on sale December 1st. Like, ne like next month. <laughs> which uh, this has got to be his worst big announcement yet. Uh, yeah, just like know, tickets just tickets this. going on sale. Yeah. 
this is just something for Excalibur to read. You don't need to hype up an announcement. Exactly. Yeah. Like. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Tony, he's kind of 50 50 with these big announcements. Sometimes it is big, sometimes it's nothing. Uh, yeah. I think someone just needs to tell him, like, what a big announcement is. Yeah. Yeah. Like this. Excalibur could have just done this during one of his read throughs. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Or Shivani is doing an in-ring segment and he announced it before the start of the segment. Yeah, exactly. Next match, tag action. We got Daddy Magic. Cool Hand Ange taking on Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Good Canadian team here. Uh, The Golden Jets, they're calling themselves. Two Winnipeg boys, you know. The Golden Jets. I like that. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, working well together. Uh, Jericho hits a code breaker, but the heels, they're fighting dirty. Jake Hager tries to interfere. Angelo brings in a baseball bat, takes a swing, but Jericho ducks, hits the Judas effect, gets the pinfall. Uh, So good Canadian win. But... Uh, Don Callis, who was watching at uh, commentary, he grabs a mic, says, we got to finish this beef once and for all with a street fight. Jericho and Omega say, all right, we're down, but uh, we got to even the number, so we're going to bring Kota Abushi. But they're still one man short. Jericho's got an idea. And then Paul White comes out. <laughs> Yeah, I can't say how excited I am to see him wrestling in 2023, but I guess with an eight-man tag, you don't really have to Yeah, sure. He looked fine. Pop in for a moment. (laughs) I mean, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Uh, So that happens, and then afterwards, backstage, the Bucks, they're pissed. Jericho, Kenny... Why didn't you pick us? Who and who invited Jericho into our locker room, anyways? So. <laughs> between this and the Hangman walking out, there's some tension going on between the elite, at least on the Bucks side of things. Yeah, it seems like you know. I think we every time the elite has always uh, they've been heel face together at the same time. They've never been separate. Yeah. So. Uh, anyways. See what happens there. Yeah. We got a AEW women's title match. Hikaru Shida defending against Willow Nightingale. Good little match. Uh, Shida hits a big avalanche falcon arrow off the middle rope, but Willow kicks out at one. And then Willow hits the pounce, and then a big Death Valley driver makes the cover, but Shida kicks out. Shida fights back, hits the katana, gets the win, retains her title. Uh, but then once again, Tony Storm comes out for a stare down and Sheeta just runs up, knees her in the face, and then they both run off into the... And, and a bit, a, knees, knees, knee, a knee in black and white, too. <laughs> yeah. It was a, the timeless knee, a timeless knee strike. Yeah. And then the lights shut out. They come back on. Julia Hart is now in the ring alone with Willow. Julia offers a handshake. But then Sky Blue comes in, gets in between them, walks up to Julia. Julia nods at Sky, and then Sky turns, gets in Willow's face. But then she turns back, sprays Blue Mist into the face of Julia Hart. So now Blue Mist means Zen, right? <laughs> Green Mist means pain. Blue means Zen. Red means lust. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, um, 
I hope Sky Blue doesn't go fully back to that. I was I was liking this. this yeah, I was liking this little bit of a thing. Yeah, it would have been fun to have a second woman in the uh, in the faction. Yeah. So I don't know. See where this goes. But let's get to the main event: Bullet Club Gold versus MJF and his three mystery partners. He caved in. He picked the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. They've been pestering him. Uh, they even presented him custom ring gear. He's got pink trunks, pink knee pads, even a pink Burberry scarf. Aye, the scarf was really the, uh, yeah, the best part. <laughs> yeah, that put him over the top. Looking real good. I loved it. Crowd loves it. They're chanting for MJF. Uh, and then we've got a small stip on this match. We know Jay White. He's been walking around with that stolen belt for weeks. If MJF wins, he has to give it back. So, anyways, eight men, lots of moving parts. Uh, you know, momentum going back and forth. Billy Gunn, no problem punching his two sons. Uh, <laughs> and then throughout the match, White, he's just trying to avoid MJF, doesn't want any of him. And the acclaimed are trying to get MJF to scissor with them, but he won't do it. The crowd doesn't like it. Uh, acclaimed hit scissor me timbers, and MJF just shakes his head on ringside. Uh, and then when it looks like he's finally ready to scissor his partners, the Bullet Club Gold pull them all to the floor to prevent it. Guns go for the 310 to Yuma on MJF, but he counters. And then he hits the kangaroo kick to a big pop. He's fired up. He starts shaking the ropes like he's the ultimate warrior. But then Jay White just sneaks up behind him, hits the Blade Runner, makes the cover, gets the three count. So a big win here. A clean a clean pin, too. Yeah. Jay White just pinned the world champion clean, which, uh, you know, if he does that again, he's the world champ. And in the meantime, he doesn't have to return the title. Yeah, yet, if he so. just does it when it counts. Yeah. So uh, BCG, they celebrate. They go to smack MJF in the head with his own title belt. Yeah. Uh, but the Acclaim, they jump in, they take out the guns, they take out Juice, but then Jay White is left all alone with Maxwell. He takes a swing with the title, but Max Caster slides in at the nick of time, pushes MJF out of the way, takes the bullet, uh, and then they chase Jay White off. So Caster, he's down in the ring, selling the damage. MJF and the Acclaimed are checking on him. Caster just raises up his hand with the scissors out, but MJF still won't scissor him. He slaps his hand away. Billy Gunn is pissed. He just gets in MJF's face. Says, After all he's done, you don't walk away. You fucking go scissor him right now. Uh, Max just looks to the crowd. They cheer him on and he goes to the corner. And we finally get all four men running to the middle to do the big scissors. MJF has seen the light. <laughs> and slowly yeah in this uh in this the world versus mjf uh story we have it is really cementing him as the baby face um really just waiting <laughs> for his best friend uh you know to get better yeah and you know hopefully making some new friends along the way as yeah. reluctant as he was, he wore the pink gear. He did the scissoring. He's a good guy. You know? Yeah, reluctant. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Good way to put it. Congratulations uh, to Jay White. You know, he could he could walk away with it at full gear. Who knows? Who's in the devil mask? I don't know. 
Yeah. And I think, I mean, the list of people who've even pinned MJF is pretty short. I bet in ge- I bet just like in general, yeah. Yeah. Like CM Punk, Wardlow, and maybe two other guys. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, I think Jericho did once. Anyways. Uh, that was the entirety of Dynamite, <laughs> which means that is the whole first half of the show. So let's bring you uh, a little re- a little preview <laughs> of the Crown Jewel. That is yeah, coming up quick... this coming weekend. What do I see here? Sami Zayn, J.D. McDonough on the pre-show. Sami Zayn goes over, obviously. Why? Because we are in Sorry. Saudi. Yeah. Come on, give it to him. Give it to, uh, give it to the man. Why not? Let's kick off the show. Cody Rhodes, Damian Priest. Cody Rhodes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cody Rhodes is still the bigger star of the two, but Damian Priest, the Money in the Bank holder. You know, they, they both kind of would like a big, strong win here, but uh, I think Cody Rhodes is the priority between the two. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, he's gonna get a big press conference again and a big whoa whoa moment. It's gonna be a big whoa whoa moment, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Maybe what? even the verses. Maybe even maybe these pay per view crowds have been singing the verses lately. Yeah, the who knows what the Saudis are gonna do. Uh, yeah. What about what about Seth freaking Rollins taking on Drew McIntyre for that WWE Heavyweight Championship? Uh, or sorry, the World Heavyweight <laughs> Championship. Yeah. Oh no, it, uh, I, we really didn't touch much on it at all. I don't think on Raw, um, you know, to really build it, which makes me think that Seth is going to go over. Although, you know, may, if they had planned a bit better, I would have loved to see Drew McIntyre with some momentum and get a win. Yeah, I mean, they've got the Judgment Day wild card that they've been teasing a little bit. Could we see Drew fully commit to being a heel? You know, maybe Priest loses his match, gets kicked out of the group, and Drew McIntyre slides right in. That's a good yo. Oh, Drew McIntyre with a spooky that thing. He's a big muscle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, they didn't. They haven't built it up too huge. So not at all. No. What about this uh, five? Uh, this fatal five way for the women's world championship? Ray Ripley defending against Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark, and Raquel Rodriguez. There's some big, some big bodies in there between Rhea, Nia, Shayna, Raquel. Uh, so there's definitely going to be yep. a couple big boy spots. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I'm sure Rhea, Rhea should be champion until WrestleMania at least. So don't see her losing this one. Absolutely. What about John Cena, Solo Sokoa, taking each other on? I feel like the good, the, the nice thing to do, the John Cena thing to do, would be to uh, let Solo Sokoa go over. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's willing, but they've been kind of hyping up lately about him not winning a singles match in a long time. And, you know, if he loses every match, it doesn't mean as much when you beat him. Will so this be, will this be his first time in Saudi Arabia, or has he been to Saudi Arabia before? Uh... Good question. I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, what yes. about Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul taking each other on that United States Championship? I'm sure we'll t- uh, maybe we'll get some pre-tape <laughs> stuff touched up on on Friday because we didn't see it really much on last week's SmackDown. Yeah, I think there's a chance he could win. I think he should win. Wow. I should. Not even just could. <laughs> yeah, he's proven himself plenty capable in the ring. 
And, you know, this isn't a world title, so it's not like you're rushing to put it on a guy. It's still just the U.S. belt. He's uh, he's had that alliance with Dominic, so that could certainly come into play. Wow. Uh, be fun. So, yeah, I'm giving I'm giving it to Logan. <laughs> Let's give it to Logan Paul, baby. Logan Paul is going to get the win. He's going to go over there. What about Eosky defending her, her women's championship against Bianca Belair? Should be a good match. Should be a very good match. But for yeah. Bianca to win in her in her date in her return, that that sound that sounds like Charlotte behavior. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh... Although Bianca hasn't really done that before, so well, you got everyone's but, got I mean, to start, everyone's got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I love them both, so I, I'm really happy either way. I just want a damn good match. Yeah, which brings us to, of course, the main event. What what will be the main event of the night? We're yeah. talking Roman Reigns taking on LA Knight for that Universal Championship. <clears throat> yeah, I think we can all assume Roman will win. Unfortunately, Probably by hook and crook. Yeah, there'll be some dirty shit. Hook's gonna be there. Ella... <laughs> Not that hook. Oh, okay. But, uh... Yeah, you know, make LA Knight look strong. Maybe kick out of a spear. Get it some hit the BFT for a big two point nine count. Oh, uh, the two point nine. We're gonna get. It. We're gonna get a two point nine. <laughs> yeah, no better than Roman. That's for sure. That is for so. sure. Yeah, hot, hot match, hopefully. Big main event spot for LA Knight, but just don't see how he could win. Yeah, still looking forward to it. Still going to be a great time. Still going to be a great time indeed. That was uh, the entirety of that kind of... That's, that is that is what Crown Jewel is going to look like, which means that we have time for one more thing. That's, of course, the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. MJF, my wrestler of the week uh, this week. <laughs> it was my best match. The man went over. He's everywhere, all and everything all at once, just like that movie. And he deserves all the flowers when a lot of these, when the shooties come around, especially. Yes. Unanimous. Wow. You love to see it. You do love to see it (laughs) when it happens. I I think um, this is the, uh, this is the fourth time this year that MJF has been a consecutive or sorry, a, uh, a, a unanimous uh, wrestler of the week. So that's saying something. He's having a hell of a year here, uh, storyline and match-wise. Yeah. So oh, for he's sure. He's in the top contender for many shooties this year. Yeah. As we'll find out in a few As short we'll weeks. find out in a few months, folks, a few short weeks. <laughs> uh, you're not going to want to miss it. And that's all the time we have. Thank you for listening. Of course, uh, rate, view, like, subscribe shows everywhere. Of course, we'll be back next week celebrating all of that action from Crown Jewel and probably tying some up, tying up some loose ends, uh, heading out towards full gear. Yeah, we'll cover all of that and more next week on the podcast. Shoot!